Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We've got a big show. As I told you yesterday, we're going to have Harriet Hageman here with us today. You remember her. We've had her here before when we're fighting for property rights. And now she's running against Liz Cheney in the state of Wyoming for for, uh, House of Representatives. So let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we enter the show today. Most gracious Heavenly Father, for such a time as this, we come before you. We bow before you, Father, with humble hearts, with questions, Father, with a need to have you guide our way. May we be a people who seek after you, Father. We praise you for your grace and your love and your mercy. And we thank you, Father, that you are a forgiving Father. That your arms are always there, open wide, ready to receive us, your children. We're in a mess here, Father, as you know. But sin is nothing new. But it is rampant in a country that once called themselves a Christian nation. And now we are acting and doing anything except being your witnesses. Father, I pray that you will bless today's show. May we accomplish great things. May we get good information and provide good information. Encourage others to lift one another up, Father. For such a time as this, I pray to you, most high God. Amen. Am I repeating myself? Am I a broken record? I received a letter this week, yesterday as a matter of fact, from a very faithful listener. He says he has his wife listening now and she thinks I'm okay, but I keep saying the same things over and over again. You know what? I kind of agree with her. There is so much (laughs) broken in our nation today. We've fallen away from God, which is the actual problem. All the rest are symptoms of a godless people. Abortion, leading up to euthanasia now that they're promoting that. Sex addiction of all kinds. Human trafficking, the same people screaming racist have no problem with human and sex trafficking. The gender dysphoria confusion. That's just crazy. The tearing down of family values. Strong families make a strong nation. I said that nearly 11 years ago. So I guess I do repeat myself. Drug trafficking. Greed. Oh, my goodness. The lack of loyalty to one another as well as to our nation. 
Those who are faithful in little are also faithful in much. If we can't be loyal to our God, we certainly won't be loyal to one another, will we? Vicious want for power at all costs. Believing privileges are rights or that rights are privileges. That goes both ways. We are confused people. As my story used to go inside, outside, upside down by the Berenstein Bears. That you should be equal financially with your neighbor regardless of your education or your work ethics. The grass is always greener on the other side. When we no longer believe or fear God, we will do anything to anybody. Life is no longer valued. So the phrase life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I always add property and prosperity, means nothing to those who believe themselves elite and above the laws that they even make. Climate change, I've repeated this over and over again, climate change is a hoax. It's designed to bring people to their knees a complete need of government. This is an elaborate plan to take the land from the people and give it to the government and to get the rich richer along the way that the people will have a dark and cold winter all year, all life long. Communism is not a good thing. It brings a dark and cold winter. The pandemic is over. Oh, the virus is very real. <laughs> Bill Maher was talking about this. Hey, folks, I know how much you're enjoying this, but the pandemic is over. He said, you can tell me I have to have a vaccine or you can tell me I have to wear a mask, but you can't make me do both. <laughs> This liberal on the left is screaming about his rights. Isn't that hysterical? We were designed as a constitutional republic. I have said that over and over and over again. And the left and some of them on the right, they just, the language is democracy, democracy, democracy. Well, there is no temple of democracy. But it was built, when it was built, it was called the people's house. And now the people are locked out of their house. Governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. We're not supposed to be dictated to from D.C. They don't know anything about life in Missouri, Illinois, Wyoming, Kansas, New Mexico, Arkansas, Alabama, they don't know anything about Georgia, Virginia. They know nothing. But you do. The people do. Where you live. They've said all these, I've said all these things before. But since we haven't quite arrived yet, to the fullness of an awakened America. Not woke. There's a difference between woke and awakened. I will continue to beat the drum for freedom, for independence, and to restore our republic. 
for God to bring America home. Yes, I guess I should apologize. I do repeat myself a lot. And I was thinking when she said that and broken record, at first it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Then I got to thinking, well, it's right. I feel that way about every every day. Didn't I say that same thing yesterday? Didn't we talk about that last week? But it's the same old problems that keep coming up over and over and over again. Gun control. You know, it's it's unreal what we're putting this what this country is going through. The debt. <laughs> How many times have we had an omnibus bill at the last minute? Scoot it in there, get it signed, and go to Christmas holiday. Because here we are again, year after year after year. I've, since I've been watching this stuff, uh, when I was raising my family, I'm one of the guilty moms. Oh, I did vote. But I used to say, if it doesn't happen in my laundry room, my kitchen, I, I, I don't know it. I, I don't participate in community gossip, so I don't know what's going on. I only know what's going on in my house. Sometimes I wondered about that. <laughs> I had five kids going every which direction. I'd come home when I did finally go to work full time, and I said, which way do we go tonight? Who's got the event tonight? Are we doing basketball, football, music? What is it tonight? <laughs> which con- which county, which school are we going to? I do repeat myself. But I think it's important that we keep hammering the truth instead of censoring it. When we come back, we'll have Harriet Hagman. She's running for representative in Wyoming against Liz Cheney. And we'll be right back. Subpar immune system throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune systems. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. If you don't have a computer, call 888-316-2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno 150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to try Immuno 150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website Immuno150.com or call 888-316-2224. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. 
Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to bring on Harriet Hageman. We know her from here on CSE Talk Radio because she has been an active fighter for liberty and constitutionality through the New Civil Liberties Alliance, and we've had her on talking about different cases that she was helping with back then. But today we bring Harriet back to talk about her run for representative in the, in the state of Wyoming. Harriet, I know you've run for office in the past including the governorship of Wyoming. And we know that in the past years, you've supported your opponent. And we know that at the opening of the gate in 2016, you were not a Trump supporter. But now it's the opposite. And we all know we've all been in that position before in that category. (laughs) So don't think I'm condemning you in any way, shape, size, or form. How are you doing today, Harriet? I'm wonderful, Beth. It's so good to be back on your program. Well, I'll tell you what. We enjoyed I enjoyed meeting you. I wished I could have spent a little more time visiting with you when I was in Wyoming last year. Uh, yes, I kind of got I enjoyed the, visiting. Go ahead. I enjoyed visiting you as well, and, and it's interesting the way that you, dis, that you did your opening because I think that there are a lot of people like me, especially in Wyoming, who had a similar trajectory, and we can sure talk about all of those things. Well, I'd like to because I think we just have to get him out on the table, you know. And I, I have said, you know, I don't always like everything he does or he did, but I do think that he opened the eyes of many Americans and uh, maybe as the biblical, uh, I'm just going to say, the scales have fallen off of our eyes and we can kind of see what's actually been going on. And we don't like it very much. Um, well, 
you know, why now? Yeah, that's, that's for sure. That is absolutely the case. Well, well let, let's start at the beginning, and we'll talk first that's about it. President Trump and my support for him, and then we'll go to Liz Cheney. So in 2016, I was a delegate to the Republican National Convention for Wyoming, and I was a cruise delegate. And mm-hmm. so that is the, the person that I supported. I think of our 29 delegates, 25 or more were cruise delegates. And so uh, that's who I supported. Cruz was uh, Senator Cruz was a was a fellow Westerner. He was from Texas, another obviously large oil producing state, cattle producing state, uh, dealing with a lot of the water and, and land issues that I do, and also a strict, strict and strong constitutionalist. And I had met with with uh, uh, Senator Cruz a couple of times, and clearly was aligned with him and aligned with his with, with his thought process, and still think he's an absolutely fabulous senator. I've been really proud at what he's done in terms of using his skills to go after the federal bureaucrats such as Merrick Garland and those. It's just really been a delight to watch him. But I'm also still glad that he's still in the Senate, and I'm very happy that President Trump won that race. I didn't support President Trump. He was from back east. He was a guy from New York City. I didn't really (laughs) think that he would understand our issues out here. The thing about it is, and using your terminology, the scales have fallen from our eyes, but in large part it's because of what President Trump did. He actually uh, carried out the, the promises that he made. He worked to secure the border. He worked to cut taxes. He worked to put people back to work. And from Wyoming's standpoint and my standpoint, one of his there were two big agenda items that were incredibly important to me. One was regulatory reform that I've talked to you about mm. on this program before and, and the over-regulate, federal overreach and over-regulation in this country. And then the other one was energy independence. So it was uh, I, uh, very quickly I became a huge fan of President Trump's and have been since then. I've had the opportunity to meet with him, and he's well aware of the fact that I supported Ted Cruz before and didn't necessarily support him running for office or his his candidacy, but, boy, I sure have supported him as president. And a lot of this, you know, is is ancient history. We've got so many important issues that we need to deal Mm. with, Beth, and there are people who want to focus on things that happened five years ago. And and like you and so many people that I've talked to, um, a lot of people uh, didn't necessarily know who and what President Trump was going to be. But, boy, he sure showed us. And, and I'm a proud and strong supporter of President Trump at this time. And he's endorsed my candidacy against Liz Cheney. So I'm running for Congress. And uh, President Trump has endorsed me. Um, clear, said pretty much largely cleared the field, so hopefully it's going to come down to Liz and I in the primary. And, uh, again, while I may not have, have thought in 2000, early 2016 that he was the best candidate, the reality is he was really one of the better presidents we've ever had. He has been. And, you know, you mentioned step-by-step step some of the things that he did and some of the things that he opened eyes to. And, you know, this is what – you know, CSE Talk Radio, I believe, Harriet, <laughs> we struggle here, but I believe we are the only advocates, true advocates for property rights. No, there's others around. I'm talking about talk show that's every day, talking about the things that are happening down on the farm, out on the ranch, because these are the people, Americans who get the dirt under, in fact, the factory workers, too. I've worked in a factory. I've done a little bit of everything. The ones who are doing the work. They're the ones being taken advantage of. D.C. is now dictating to all of us, and they've been trying to do it for decades. We need people like you that are going to go up there and protect us. 
Our representatives yeah. aren't supposed to be fighting for our liberty. They're supposed to be protecting our liberty. And now protecting we're losing it. Go ahead. I, I want you to jump in there. Sorry. <laughs> well, Beth, you're absolutely right. And, and as I have stated out on the campaign trail repeatedly, I will spend all of my time in Congress fighting against the Democrats and the socialist takeover and ruination of my country. Socialism, mm-hmm. socialism has never worked anywhere that it's been tried, and it's not going to work in America. We see it right now collapsing around us with inflation, uh, supply chain problems, out-of-control federal bureaucrats that are trying to insert themselves between parents and their children in terms of their education. And getting back to what you were saying a moment ago, the way I describe it is that These folks have just utter and complete contempt for the people who have made this country what it is. The builders, the growers, the miners, the the producers. The the people who put roofs over our heads, food on our table, and the gas to power our cars. Mm. Those are the people that we need to be protecting from the government and protecting their liberties and their constitutional rights. And that's why, again, going back to some of this other stuff, I I think there's an effort to deflect attention from a strong candidate, and and that is uh, that's why I'm continuing to get out there and get my voice heard. Because as you know, I have I have fought on these issues as an attorney for oh, yeah. uh, for uh, several decades now, and as a congresswoman, I will continue to fight to protect our civil liberties and our civil rights. You know, I think for years we thought that it was Republican, Democrat, Democrat, Republican. But I think we can see now that it's not that. It's about the republic, to restore yeah. the republic, which is something that Donald Trump said in his inauguration after he was elected. And, of course, the media said that was a dark speech. But I rallied in it. And I rallied when he he exposed the fact that, that these forest fires are not climate change, they're management, mismanagement of government. They're not taking care of the forest. I mean, things that affect the land, things that affect the people everywhere. He was telling the truth, and now he's getting censored right and left. Um, what do you think about all this censorship? And Well, that's just it. I, I read a very interesting uh, comment on Epic, uh, Epic Times News this morning. There is a minister that's talked about socialism and what it really does and 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 people who are socialists what they really worship and the fact is that they they really destroy everything that they touch he's absolutely correct i fought the roadless rule starting in 2001 because i knew what it was going to do to our national forests and i think you and i've had an opportunity to talk about that before the roadless rule was put in place by the at, at the very end of the clinton administration it denied access management and use to 58.5 million acres of National Forest Service lands. What's gone up in smoke the last five years? The National Forest Service lands because of a lack of management and mismanagement. He was absolutely correct. It's not climate change. It's not global warming. It's bad policies coming out of Washington, D.C., and they're getting worse every single day. They're trying to take more and more power and control. The 30 by 30 land grab is an example of that. What you have is... (laughs) That was why they had to destroy President Trump, and, and it's why they're going after me as well. He told the truth. He exposed it. And I think what you were talking about a moment ago is that there are some folks back in Washington, D.C. that belong to the Uni Party. They're Democrats and Republicans that work together, at the co- and, and we're the ones that pay the price for it. Yes. So when I say they work together, they're the ones that, that turn the blind eye and wink, wink, nod, nod, here, there, 
everywhere where they they agree to to do things that are utterly and completely destructive to our republic and to our country, but as long as they're getting theirs, the elites are getting theirs, they're perfectly comfortable with that. And uh, so, again, that's why I'm running for Congress. I'm an outsider like President Trump was. I'm somebody who's fought these battles in the trenches for the landowners and the, and the folks of Wyoming for several decades now, and I'm going to Washington, D.C. to fight them, too. And you're going to stay with me through the next segment, right? Yes, I will. Okay, because I want you to. I want to talk about some of this, this stuff. You know, I'm not so concerned. I'm going to tell my listeners right now. I'm not concerned about Harriet being loyal to Donald Trump. I'm concerned about Harriet and being loyal to Wyoming and to our Constitution. That's what I'm concerned about. I think Trump's trying to do the best thing he can for this nation. But it's not about Trump. It's about America. And I want to talk about that when we come back, Harriet. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Harriet Hagman. She's running for Congress against Liz Cheney. And we'll be right back. Congress in Wyoming. She'll be uh, going head-to-head with Liz Cheney. There's a big election today, Harriet, in Virginia. And Youngston, Youngkins, I always say his name incorrectly, he made a statement last night in a rally that America is watching. And now this will be a big turnover if a Republican wins in Virginia because apparently it hasn't happened for a while. And he says America's watching and Virginia's going to show America. And I think even though you were both on the Republican Party, Liz has kind of, she's gone away from the truth of constitutionality. She's, she's running on anger and, and I don't know what all is going on with Liz, but um, America is looking for some new breath for a breath of fresh air, for people who really want to support we the people and back us up. What do you think about what's going on in Virginia in comparison to what your election is going to be like? Well, I'm terribly excited about what's happening in Virginia right now. I think that people are waking up, and they're looking around and seeing what's happening with the the radical Democrats, the radical leftists, They're seeing what they're doing to our states, to our schools, to our communities, to our families, and they're saying enough is enough. So from that standpoint, I think that this is a bellwether race, and I'm extremely excited. I'm very optimistic that Mr. Youngkin is going to be able to prevail in this, and, boy, I'm sure praying for him with everything that I have. Uh, I think that he's got absolutely right on the issues. I would support him in terms of what he's doing, and I think that he is he, he, he provides a lot of hope to people like you and I. To, that there is that there is an opportunity out there to get people back on track and and really pursue the American dream and and uh, uh, the, the the kind the type of government that we have and that has been has helped us to be so prosperous over the many uh, the last several hundred years. So I think that it's a great day for us. From the standpoint of Liz Cheney, I supported her at one time. Heck, she won Wyoming last year by 70% of the vote. 
most of Wyoming supported Liz Cheney. But what's happened since Jan, well, actually starting in November, she was one of the very first people after the election last November to come out and uh, call for President Trump to concede and claim that there were no election irregularities and that everything was fine and that Biden was the legitimate president. And she did that. She continued banging that drum despite or regardless of the evidence that was presented. And one of the things that has come out since then is the impact that Zuckerberg had and his foundation had in spending $500 million in the swing states in order to to flip this election to Joe Biden. So there were some election irregularities and, and problems that we need to be looking into, but Liz Cheney's not interested in any of that. She's interested in destroying President Trump. She and Nancy Pelosi are joined at the hip, and they are uh, their only agenda is to destroy President Trump. And, and what that does, though, is then she takes the eye off the ball. Wyoming only has one representative, and we need to make that count. We need to make sure that we have a representative that's pursuing our interests. President Trump won more votes in Wyoming than she did last year. And her agenda at going after President Trump is not where the people in Wyoming are. So she's completely abdicated her responsibilities to us and to the state of Wyoming, and as a result, we are we have no representation in Congress right now. Because of what she's done in attacking her fellow, in attacking the conservatives, attacking her fellow Republicans in Congress, nobody will work with her. She's essentially a caucus of, she's a, she belongs to a caucus of 10, which are the 10 people who voted to impeach President Trump without giving him any due process whatsoever. And then she's on the, the January 6th commission. So she's focusing on D.C. and Northern Virginia and Virginia and latest issues. She's not focusing on the issues that are important to Wyoming. Well, and that was something I wasn't going to bring up. It's somebody that I, we're live on Facebook, so we have a little following there. And they wanted me to ask you the question about the decertification of the election. Would you have supported that? I think everyone just wanted to see, you know, and... You know, what happened January 6th, the riot that happened, we're learning more and more about it, and it's not good. Um, it, it's scary to me what actually is take, what took place that day. But well, one of the, the one of the worries I have is that the the, go, the government has been weaponized against us. That's what I'm saying. It absolutely, <laughs> it, it absolutely turns our our form of government on its head. Our government is is by for and of the people, not of the government. And that's Thank part you. of the problem with Washington D.C. is that it has assumed and subsumed so much power and drugged so much power away from the states. That really we've got this behemoth of, of unaccountable bureaucrats in Washington D.C. that are that, that are little dictators, and they want to control our lives, tell us what we can do, dictate our healthcare decisions, control our children, uh, take over our education, control our businesses, our land. Uh, yeah, our land, our property, our water—it goes on and on and on. And so, from the standpoint of being able to. To, to have information. Yes, there's more and more information coming out about January 6th. And here's what I'll say about it. Anyone who trespassed or, or destroyed property should be held accountable. Absolutely. And they are. But at the same time, we have the right to understand what happened. And that was one of the other problems with Liz Cheney is she immediately came out and said there weren't problems with the election. Well, we know that's not true. And just the Zuckerberg influence alone uh, is it is just astronomical. In fact, all you have to do is go to the Time Magazine article from February yes, 4th. I've got that printed off. I kept it. Yeah. The, they tell exactly the, what they did. 
Yeah, they, they they admitted exactly what they did, which is the about history, the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election, according to them. Time magazine has exposed what the radical left did with the election. So one of the things we always learn is that with, with the passage of time, we gain additional information. Nobody should, should be jumping to conclusions. Liz Cheney did, and as a result, she's taken a path that is contrary to what Wyoming wants and really what's best for this country. They, she voted to impeach. Without due process, she voted to impeach. The House impeached. The Senate refused to convict. They acquitted him. It's over. End of story. Done. That's the way our government works. She is now involved in, in, in a, a form of retribution with Nancy Pelosi, the sole purpose of which is to deflect attention from the horrific policies of the Biden administration. And so that's one of the problems is, again, Wyoming is completely without representation in Congress right now because she's focusing on something that was resolved 10 months ago. You know, Obama said way back when that he wanted to fundamentally change America. And I, I it kind of it rubbed me wrong then, but lately in the last couple of weeks here, and in particular over the weekend, it just hit me that is the insurrection, so to speak. That is when they want to fundamentally change our government, they want to take away our Constitution, they want to usurp it. It's just not important. It's old. It's a document that doesn't matter. And you and I know better than that. And so this is what the Biden administration is doing and what the Democrats have been pushing, the AOCs, the Omars, and and even Pelosi. They're in on it together. They're pushing this big government, and taking away from the people. If the government becomes bigger, the people become smaller. And I know that you know that because I know you've been fighting this. I have been fighting this. And for anyone who wants additional information about my history and the work that I've done, they can go to HagemanForWyoming.com. That's my website. There's a lot of information there. And for people who want to help me to take this battle to Washington, D.C., I would sure Mm -hmm. appreciate any donations, but if they want to go there, they can sure learn more about me. And then at the same time, what you just said, what's important is, and the reason that those folks in D.C. dislike our government or dislike our Constitution is because for the first time in world history, our forefathers recognized that our rights come from God. They do not come from government. Our right to freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to assemble and to associate, our freedom to keep and bear arms, our freedom to be secure in our papers and in our bodily integrity and in our homes, our freedom for due process, our freedom to our property rights, all of those things, those rights, those those rights and uh, civil liberties, they come from God. They do not come from the government because they do not come from the government. Neither Nancy Pelosi nor Joe Biden nor Fauci nor any of them have the ability to take them the way. That's the existential battle that we're in right now. It's not about global warming. The existential battle is whether this concept of our rights being innate in us from the moment of conception is going to continue into the long distant future. That's the battle we're having. That's we're, the battle we're having with Washington, D.C. We're out of time. They want I know you have to okay. go. Come, back to, come back to us here in a couple of weeks, if you could. Thanks, listening to I'd love to. Thank, God bless you. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar Chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90 day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert the Nile River and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the 
that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. to listening to CSE Talk Radio. I hope we can have Harriet back. Uh, she only had two segments to give me today. Um, it's big what's going on in Virginia. And I don't know, you know, yesterday we talked about the Patriot Purge that uh, Tucker Carlson, the documentary he has uh, put out. Watched the first segment last night. I watched the second today. I encourage you to do this. They're even offering it free for like 60 days or something like that. So you can go to TuckerCarlson.com, I think it was. Um, but as I, as we have watched through the months and months here, those who have been incarcerated from January 6th, and uh, Greg Kelly on Newsmax last night read a letter. But it hit me over the weekend... <laughs> I take a break from the news as far as watching it, but sometimes things just pop into my head. If you remember the Boston Massacre, and John Adams kind of made people angry because he he defended what had happened. Where are the John Adams today? Not to defend the government or the police, but those who have been incarcerated for all this time. And the only thing they're giving them is um, trespassing. That's what they've had the charge against them. And destroying maybe property, some of them. But many of them that they have weren't even in the Capitol. They've been going after everybody they can. I encourage you to watch that. But... Where are the John Adams and the Thomas Jeffersons and the George Washingtons? You know, human nature is to complain. And our Revolutionary War, people sacrificed. Talk about a cold, dark winter. So today in the American Minute, I'm going to try and share this with you, and I think you know the story. It was after the victory of the British at Yorktown, many of the Continental soldiers grew disillusioned with the new American government (laughs) as they had not been paid in years. The Continental Congress had no power to tax, to raise money, or to pay them. A disgruntled group of officers in the New York Met area, and they met and formed a Newsburg Conspiracy. A Newburgh conspiracy. They plotted to march into the Capitol and force Congress to give them back their pay and their pensions. With some British troops still remaining on American soil, a show of disunity could have easily renewed the war. On March 15, 1783, General George Washington surprised the conspiracy by showing up at their clandestine meeting in New York. 
taking a letter from his pocket. Washington fumbled with a pair of reading glasses, which few men had seen him wear. He gave a short but impassioned speech, urging them to oppose anyone who wickedly attempts to open the floodgates of civil discord and deluge our rising empire in blood. Gentlemen, you will permit me to put on my spectacles, for I have not only grown gray, but almost blind in the service of my country. And he continued, And let me to conjure you, conjure you, in the name of common country, as you value your own sacred honor, to express your utmost horror and detestation, detestation of the man who wishes to overturn the liberties of our country, and who wickedness attempts to open the floodgates of civil discord and deluge our rising empire in blood. But thus determining, by thus determining, you will defeat the insidious designs of our enemies who are compelled to resort from open force to secret artifice. You will give one more distinguished proof of an unexampled patriotism and patient virtue. You will afford occasion for posterity, posterity to say, when speaking of the glorious example you have exhibited and to mankind, had this day been wanting, the world had been seen the last stage of perfection to human which human nature is capable of attaining. Many present were moved to the tears as they realized the sacrifice Washington himself had made in order to give Americans the opportunity of a beginning, a new nation completely free from the domination of a king. With this one act by George Washington, the conspiracy collapsed. Major General David Cobb, who served as aide-de-camp to George Washington, to General George Washington, wrote of the Newburgh Affair in 1825. I have ever considered that the United States are indebted for their Republican form of government solely to the firm and determination of Republicanism of George Washington at this time. The crisis was resolved when Robert Morris Robert Morris issued $800,000 in personal notes to the soldiers and the Continental Congress, gave each soldier a sum equal to five years' pay in highly speculative government bonds. The bonds were redeemed by the new Congress in 1790. Six months later, the Treaty of Paris was signed, officially ending the war. George Washington wrote to General Nathaniel Greene on February 6, 1783, It will not be believed that such a force as Great Britain has employed for eight years in this country could be baffled in their plan of subjugating it by numbers infinitely less composed of men oftentimes half-starved, always in rags without pay, and experiencing at times 
every species of distress which human nature is capable of undergoing. General George Washington issued his farewell orders on November 2nd, 1783, from his Rock Hill headquarters near Princeton, New Jersey. Before the commander-in-chief takes his final leave of those who holds dear, most dear, he wishes to indulge himself a few moments in calling to mind a slight review of the past, the singular interpositions of providence in our feeble condition were such as could scarcely escape the attention of the most unobserving, while the unparalleled perseverance of the armies of the United States through almost every possible suffering and discouragement for the space of eight long years was short of a standing miracle. He goes on, but my point is, these men of old, including those army in rags with bleeding feet, they fought for your liberty. Will you not now fight for that same liberty. They're not asking you to wear rags on your feet, but the dark winter is coming, and it's time that the American soldiers, every citizen, stood up to bring America home. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas, After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, One of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, One of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you know, prevention, all these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.